All right, 2021 is off to an excellent start. <laughs> My name is AJ, sitting across from me, main man 100 grand, JC, and this is Unprofessional Opinions. How you doing, dog? Fine. It's been a minute. Let me, let me dap you up. It's been a minute since I've been able Sorry. to do that. We've been in our own little world. Uh, but but how 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 are things? Things are things are fine. Things are fine for you. Things are yeah, fine. Yeah, we, we we talked about holidays. We don't get too much into that, but yeah. You how how's your head at least? No, I'm good. Okay. I'm ready ready to rock, man. All right. Well, where are we? Uh, let's start we, at the we, capital. We we, we go We go right for the jugular. Let's start at the capital. Let's start at the capital. So what did they do at the January capital? January sixth. January sixth. On episode 39 mm-hmm. of Unprofessional Opinion. Yes. Starting 2021. 369. <laughs> January 6th, Trump supporters stormed the Capitol. Yep. Broke into the Capitol while Congress was in session certifying Joe Biden as the next president. Yep. Trying to disrupt that as much as they can. They had been planning this already, and for some somehow, some way, no one knew that this was going to happen, despite January 6th being repeated as being a big event multiple times in the weeks prior. No one knew. So what, when that was happening, what, what was going through your head? What the fuck is happening right now? Okay. Um, and then I started to draw some comparisons. If I will, okay. Uh, between you know this 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 protest or this anarchy, this act of domestic terrorism, whatever you want to call it, okay. And the protests of um, you know Black Lives Matter from early twenty twenty, okay. Extremely different responses to uh, you know the citizens who were there to protest whatever it was that they were protesting at the time. You know, there wasn't a, a large-ass army of, of, of policemen and National Guard wasn't there ahead of time and all this other stuff. They didn't have nobody out there macing citizens and, and, and shooting them with rubber bullets. It was none of that. And in, in fact, there were actually a lot of cops that were cooperating with the protesters, just letting them through, letting them storm the Capitol however they, they saw fit. Uh, and that is fucking insane to me. Not really surprising, though. And... Nah, we we can we can we can die. I'm gonna let you you know, get yours off because there's plenty to be said about it. But but what were no, your I mean, thoughts? Say, I mean, say 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 what you need to say. Hey, I mean, I'm just saying, like, and I mean, there's even response on on the tip of have those officers that were letting people through wasn't even something that was like new. Or, or unexpected. People, black officers from the Capitol Police have been tr- suing the department over racist officers for, I think, about... T- t- <laughs> shit, how long did they say? I think they, the lawsuits date back all the way to 2002. Okay. And so it's just like, okay, well... 
seems like this is partially an inside job. You got a bunch of off-duty cops who were actually there. And, like, not just from, like, uh, the Capitol Police, but off-duty cops from all over the country going to this protest. Uh, when I say inside job, it's mainly just, like, you have the people who are there t- supposed to be there, you know, serving and protecting, and they're allowing this anarchy to go on. That's what I would mean. Like, they may not have necessarily had the intel and be like, okay, this is happening on this day. But when the motherfuckers got there, there wasn't anything to try to kill the madness. Okay. Um, it's just some bullshit, if I'm being completely honest. I hope everyone there is prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I hope, you know, all these officers who were there... Uh, either helping these protesters do what it was that they were doing. I hope that they are prosecuted completely. I hope everyone who was involved with this is prosecuted completely. There's no reason why there they should there should not have been, you know, preparation for this. There's no reason why the National Guard should not should should have been able to deny coming to something as bad as the literal capital of the United States of America and the U and, and the capital in the capital being stormed by citizens with absolutely no backup from the military whatsoever. Lots of blue lives matter motherfuckers out there attacking the cops. What I saw. It's just... You know, this is America. (laughs) Like, this is... This is America. Like, that's what I have to say on it. So... Ask you, man, I know you got questions for me. No, I, I don't. I don't have any questions for you. Oh. I mean that that was, it was actually a little unexpected. Right. I didn't expect you to come with as mature of a response as other more pro-black. People. Right. I mean, because because don't get me wrong, like I definitely had that response, and then I had to sit back and think about it because. We've we've seen the response to Black Lives Matter protests. We've seen the extent that these police officers will go to. And at the end of the day, it comes down to just from the pro-black standpoint, we're not telling you to shoot them. I don't want anybody shot. That's what it comes down to. At the end. I don't want you to use rubber bullets and mace motherfuckers and use riot shields and all this other shit. I don't want y'all to do that. I don't want you doing that to them. I just don't want y'all doing it to us. We're not saying shoot them. We're saying don't shoot us. That's the difference. And that was on full display at that protest. Now, from a a government standpoint, (sighs) (laughs) these these, these motherfuckers are in some cults, bro. Like, He stole the election because he got more votes. I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding it at all. Like, y'all are really trying to storm the Capitol. And potentially that was part of the plot, part of the uh, plot that the FBI and other criminal intelligence organizations, uh, they, they said that part of the plot was apparently they were going to, you know, take some um senators or what this wasn't sent this wasn't senate this was 
the House. So they were going to take representatives. They're going to attempt to take representatives as hostages and potentially assassinate them. And you mean to tell me none of this actually, you know, would result in having any sort of armed militia ready for people who are literally about to assassinate government officials? Like, this is these are the questions that I have to ask, because, like, you know how I feel when it comes to pro black shit. But now we're talking about just the American government in general. How do you how do we allow this to happen? How do we have the largest defense budget in on the fucking planet by a mile and then some? And we're allowing shit like this to happen in Washington, D.C. by American citizens. Like, well, what? What? <laughs> Like, they're not out there protesting for their, their rights to vote or their right to live. They're literally out there protesting to keep a reality star in office. The most unpresidential president we've had. Because that means that they get to be out and openly racist and bigots and whatever the fuck else that they want to do. Because now they get to come out of the shadows thinking that they're going to have the president behind them. And they're quickly seeing... That's just not the case. There's a lot of motherfuckers on no-fly lists. They can't leave until this investigation is done. Most of them are going to be prosecuted in Washington, D.C., across state lines. So, yeah. My bad. I, 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 no, that's all, that's I, I've, I've taken a lot of time to think about this shit because I've been seeing a lot of, 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 of videos and articles about this, and it's just like, the double standard it can't be any more clear you're not protesting for your humanity you're protesting for a fucking jackass to stay in office because you're too you too are a jackass so see i'm now, done My now bad. that now that's that sounds more like the angry me but but yeah that right there is where I want to. So normally we'll, mm-hmm. we'll pull back the curtain here. Yeah, you, normally you'd be getting my getting my ass trying to make me think about some shit. But. No, 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 no. <laughs> like on some real shit. So, so we'll pull back the curtain here. Yeah. Um, when we sit down to do the podcast, we have no idea what we title the podcast. No clue at all. None. We come up with it as we go. During during the show, somebody will say something. We'll say, "Yep, that's the that's title. the title." <laughs> I already know what the title for this episode is. You're going to say it now or you're going to I'm wait? not going to say it now. Okay. But, but by the end, you'll know what the title is. Okay. So, I always, I try to, I, let's see, how, how do I want to, how do I want to just go with this? Um, you talk shit, do what you got to do. Turn the lights on, it's going to get dark. No, I'm just going to open the windows. Never mind. Or the blinds. Yeah. yeah just, just open your blinds because yeah. I don't like the glare. Um I always try when something happens to to understand first and then to be understood. And so with with what happened at the Capitol, mm-hmm. I was I was embarrassed and I was disgusted to be American. Absolutely. And 
And for me, those two plus not surprised. But when we start to to peel back the layers as to why this happened. Yeah. The protesters, in my view, only get 25% of the blame. Okay. I mean, look, we, we could get right into it. I'm with it. Now, 25% of the blame goes to Trump mm-hmm. for putting lighter fluid on a burning house. <laughs> right. Right? That, I mean, technically, did he incite a riot? Probably not. You can argue if he says it's going to be wild, that means anything. I mean, I, I would disagree, but I understand. No, no, I disagree yeah. too, but I'm uh, just saying. Oh, you're saying technically he did. Te- technically, uh, okay, he yeah. didn't say Like yeah, he wasn't those... on the front line exactly. saying, go get that bitch ass. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, okay. But he he incited a riot. We're not, we're not going to mince words here. 25% of the blame goes to the rioters themselves for being there <laughs> well it, it, it gets a little deep yeah yes for doing what they do but for believing in a lie mm-hmm. their ignorance along with their actions is 25% anti-Trump people get 25% of the blame okay and the Democratic Party gets the last 25% of the blame Okay, now you definitely got to get into that last twenty five percent. But the but, Democratic Party. Well, well, both of those. Okay, I can kind of understand anti Trumpers. I don't really understand so, the Dems. But. So you you made you said you made comparisons because mm-hmm. I want I want to get to that because to me that's almost as disgusting as the events themselves. Is that some not all mm-hmm. some black people are trying to. Score is trying to score race points, like, like you said, like, what if that was the the question being, what if that was if that was us, that shit would have they would have nuked that motherfucker, right? But now is not the time, right? January sixth, per se, January fifteenth, when we're recording it, fine, we can talk about that, but January sixth was not the time to say that, right? At some point, you were watching the news at that time, yeah, my mom. Text yeah, me yeah, everybody was saying, turn on the goddamn TV. And at that point, I don't want to hear what if it was black people. At some point, we got to put, not even we, just people in general have to put their line in the sand to the side and say, as Americans, mm-hmm. what are we doing? Because the world was watching that. The world don't care about Black Lives Matter. Right. In terms of the way that Americans care about Black Lives Matter. All right. Now, now, quick question. Do you do you at least understand why that would be very hard for black Americans to do that? Yes and no. Okay. The reason I don't understand it is because Black America seems not to understand why they why they did what they did, mm-hmm. which is why anti-Trump people get twenty five percent, right? Because that was years in the making. Mm-hmm. See, you did your comparison, right? I did mine. Okay, I went back to nineteen ninety two. Bet L A riots. Yes. Why did the L A riots happen? 
Are you asking me? Or yeah. Are you, oh, I mean, why did it's, they a, it's a rhetorical, but you can. Uh, ask well, yeah. I mean, I what was it was the the it was sparked by the death of it was sparked by the Rodney King. It, it was Rodney King along with I forget the the young woman's name, God rest her soul, no. but she was killed in a convenience store by uh, a Korean clerk, right? With no charges whatsoever, like on camera, just shot in the back of the head, right? No charges, and then the Rodney King beating, and then L.A. ablaze. So, but it was even before that that it started, though. Mm-hmm. That was years of tension that had boiled over into riot. Right. We understand that. Mm-hmm. Because when you, when you fed up. Right. When you think your voice is not being heard. Mm-hmm. And stuff is just. And stuff is just happening and you just laying by the wayside. Right. Well, we, we got to do something here. Mm-hmm. That's how they felt. Right. Now, that's why they get 25% for believing a lie. It right. was based off of something that was not true. Right. But I, the I, sentiment I, yeah. is the same. So for, black, okay. so for black America to look at that in confusion, right. I got a question of pro-blackness. Now, you should understand the sentiment. You don't have to agree with the action, but you should understand the sentiment. Because when you listen to them talk... So you think the confusion should be more on the basis than the actual feeling? Exactly. Okay. Because people I mean, should understand the anger right. that, that you saw in them. Right. Black people shouldn't be looking at that saying... Oh my gosh, what is I can't believe that they're you should believe it. Mm-hmm. Because that's what y'all marching for. Right. And I got I Y'all mean, look, say I, no I, justice, no peace. I gotta give them credit. They they went right for it. When they say no justice, they, no peace, that's they, that's they a different went, interpretation. They went right for so, the for the jugular. I gotta give them credit on that. So the sentiment to me is the exact same. Mm-hmm. It's just it's the basis as to why one yeah one is just is a lie yeah and one is my humanity it actually happened yeah that's happening this is not happening <laughs> right like why you're here is not true like and so anti-Trump and Democratic Party because like I said this was years in the making because you got to remember 2016 when Trump got inaugurated the Democratic Party for a year said. Oh, Trump stole the election. Mm-hmm. Right? Russian interference. Mm-hmm. Impeachment. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff, what they didn't understand was, bro, 40% of the country, 42, 45% of the country in 2016, and, and 40 whatever percent of the country in 2020 voted for this man. Not just voted for him, he's the personification of their beliefs. Right. So when you say he's stealing, you talking to them. You was talking to the rioters for four years. Right. It, you can't talk about me for four years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I'm not going to do nothing. Like four years? Right. I got to listen to every day for four years. You turn on CNN, they bagging Trump. Right. It's people out there that's saying, all right, you got a couple more times and I might have to come outside. <laughs> And they did. And they came all the way outside. Right. They went to your yard, my yard. Every, they went across everybody's yard. Right. So. And said, I dare y'all say something. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> so the Democratic Party and anti-Trump people, they have to take their part in the blame mm-hmm. because there has never been a president more scrutinized than Trump. Right. I'm talking about every word. Yeah. Now, is a lot of that justified? Of course it is. Yes. I'm not going to sit here and be dumb. Right. Right. You're not going to sit here and believe the lie. I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit right. here and act like it was, it was somehow unfair. Right. But what I'm saying is, every time that y'all went in there and y'all had jokes about Trump, somebody was taking that serious. Mm-hmm. Every time y'all went on there and talked about how bad and how much of a clown Trump was, you were offending somebody. Mm-hmm. And when they get offended for four years straight, sometimes it boils over. Right. Just like in the L.A. riots, when when y'all keep doing that for years and years, right. bro, I don't care if we got to burn some stuff down. Burn. You going to see us. And you have a, you had a bunch of people there that represent a larger population of the people who do not feel seen. Right. And that right there is is what is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. That they think they had to go to that extent to be seen. Right. I totally did not turn on our mic mix, but that's fine. It's cool. I I like to um, activate the next go round. So for me, I don't like when I don't I don't want to say the pro black because I'm not I'm not singling out pro black people. Mm-hmm. I'm singling out all of the anti Trump media, whether that be social media or actual media. Right. When y'all stir the pot and then try to hide your hands, no 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 no. I can't let that slide. I feel that. Because I'm American. Right. We've been talking here since Joe Biden got elected. What did we say? Rona and relations. The world. Right. I care about America being the best country in the world. Mm-hmm. What I saw, that's not the best country in the world. Yeah, that 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 wasn't it at all. That's not it, bro. That that wasn't even close to it, to be honest. I feel that. So, I understand. So now what do we do with Trump? Now they've impeached him for a second time. Right, first first president ever be impeached twice. Absolutely. Um, is it? I, can can we safely say that he is the worst president of all time? No, we can't say that yet. No, why not? Oh, you still give that to uh, what was his name? Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson. Now they brought up articles of impeachment for Andrew Johnson three times. They hmm. didn't impeach him three times. But right. They 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 was like hey, we. You know, we like, <laughs> you know, you got one more kid, right? Okay, and there's no civil war, right? Like until there's another <laughs> civil war, like I'm, I don't care if people think that's a very high bar, right? But it's a bar that is set in this country. <laughs> I mean, so by historical standards, you you so have a point. If, if we want to put them top five, I'm not debating it, right? I think we should give it a little time, right? To just let everything settle and see the full impact. Mm-hmm. Of a Trump presidency right. We're a little too close to it to say that But I mean he certainly has a case <laughs> <laughs> He's certainly building up a profile Right To, to go down in infamy So mm-hmm. now the question is How much longer Can they have Trump in office Well in terms of like Trying to remove him I mean 
They've impeached him a second time and right. they won a Senate trial. Senate comes back on the 19th. They're trying to fast track a vote right. to remove him from office. Right. Which is another hilarious thing that I keep saying because it's just like y'all are saying, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I feel like it's too little too late at this point. If y'all was going to try to get him on some shit, y'all should have been tried that. Shouldn't, wait, shouldn't have waited two weeks before he's out of office. Even though I understand the ramifications that come with that if it goes through. But then it's also this argument of, oh, it's not enough time to be able to get this stuff done being made by the Republicans, even though y'all did it the, the, the Supreme Court hearing in eight days. Like, eight days before the election, y'all appointed a Supreme Court justice. So it's just like, what is it? Is it too fast? Do y'all just not want to do it? Like, be real. Like, what, what, why are we trying to to fall victim to this this double standard about we can do it and y'all can't well, like th- this is just it's it's fucking ridiculous i don't i personally would think that at the end of the day politicians after seeing that would say like you said this is un-american we got to get this nigga the fuck out of here because this is some bullshit even as a republican well so think about like, this one so i, I mean i agree with with the Republicans on this on this stance. Mm-hmm. No, you shouldn't remove him from office. Mm-hmm. One because you can you can have the Senate trial after Joe Biden is inaugurated. Right. Okay. Cool. Two, removing him from office can do nothing but negative things. Right. Because if they want to do all of that, because because he lost. <laughs> if y'all say he got to get out, right? They where they what you think they're gonna do, right? So for for the safety of President Biden, mm-hmm. I wouldn't touch it until he's already out. I wouldn't touch it until months after, right? Let all of that stuff blow over yeah. because the thing is, the reason that you will want to impeach him twice, even though he's on the way out, is so he can't run again. Right. And so that he will lose the presidential benefits and all that other stuff. Right. None of that happens if he gets removed from office. Right. He still gets presidential benefits. He can still run again. Right. After they remove from office, there's another vote mm-hmm. that requires two thirds of the Senate to say, OK, he not not ever. Right. That's a separate vote after they vote to remove him. Mm-hmm. So even if they vote to remove him in a day, you got to bring up the second vote. Right. Now, y'all misplacing millions of stimulus checks out there. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I happen to be one of them. Oh, you didn't get yours? No, I got mine, but uh, they misplaced mine. Ah, uh, yeah. They lost my 600. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think there are more pressing needs than to try to stick it to an ex-president at this point. Right. I can understand if that's what you're taking it as. Right. Because okay. me personally, I can, I can understand that. I don't even think they should have the inauguration in Washington. I Absolutely, think they ought to do what the, what the drug dealers do. Right, we supposed to meet at this location fifteen minutes before we changing it. Right, y'all thought we was meeting over there. We mean over there. I I can agree with he that. He ought to do that. He ought to do that thing from because you do, Puerto Rico. You, or something. you feel like Biden's life would be in danger. I don't know what I don't know. Or you what just don't know do. what the fuck could happen. I mean, on inauguration day in Washington, they are planning for there to possibly be riots at all fifty capitals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard that. Um, 
Is that the, the day of inauguration? Probably. Yeah. So I I would have that in Puerto Rico. They ain't coming over there. Right. Or just all. have it in a non-U.S. capital. Shit. Did they? But they going after all of them. I said, don't have it in a capital. Where where you gonna have it? in the suburbs? You could do I mean, it like you got it. You got to. I mean. I would say, I mean, what what would be yeah, you candidates? Gotta be, you got to be some. I mean, you got to have some type of official officialness to this, right? Like, you, you do you it in like Dallas. Man, what did, or, or, did Kennedy get shot in Dallas? <laughs> you right, you right, right. Um, oh, bro, you can't do it in no Dallas. You shit, no, nah, bro. They San Francisco, Chicago, absolutely or not. just Ch- Chicago. <laughs> like anywhere that's not an actual U.S. capital. But I also I, I understand what I understand what you're saying. Yes, uh, essentially. So I mean, this is is I crazy. would delay it. He's still the president. Just I mean, it's only a ceremony. Just delay it. He officially takes off his inauguration day. Delay the ceremony to a, some other time. Because we can't risk the the, the safety of our president elect for a big celebration. Unfortunately. We have to look at it as that because of what could potentially happen. I don't know, man. I feel no. I I, I feel you. I understand what what you're saying. But I mean, so from my from my point of view, no, they shouldn't they shouldn't remove him from office. That's right. stupid. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anything. You gonna remove from office for like what eight hours? Like what does that what does that do? Right. It doesn't do anything. Let's just to not incite anything further. Right. Let's just let him go out the way that he's going out. Right, right. So, Twitter and a bunch of other places removed them from their platforms, though. That's interesting. I got, I got, I got another take on that in a second. Okay, hold on. All right. So, so now I want to talk Jacob Blake now. So Jacob Blake, guy from Wisconsin. Wait, oh, because we we still have more to talk about there, but. I don't I, know. I'm saying, is it connected to the you said the oh, your so, social social media? Yeah, Donald Trump. No, nah, we we gonna we gonna we gonna touch on. Oh, it. Oh, it's it's connected to this. No, it's not connected to this, but we oh. it's coming. Don't worry. Okay. All right. um, well, I guess whatever. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so Jacob Blake, guy from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. went to fighting with the police officers. Went to the car. They shot him in the back. Mm-hmm. They said, uh, I mean, I guess he got shot in the back. That's what the um. Whatever county that was, mm-hmm. you know, whoever the officials are that decides you're going to charge police officers, was like, yeah, I mean, he should have did that. <laughs> now, <laughs> right. I mean, now, I bring this up because it's connected to the Capitol riots in this point of view. Okay. Because you, you hit the nail on the head. They did all of that to accomplish nothing at the Capitol. Yeah. Not literally everything that was supposed to have happened happened. Still happened after y'all did that. Right, they stayed there. I mean, duty all. Well, I mean, they they came they came back like the next morning and was like, all right. So he no, a but no, a bunch of them was still there that night. They they finished those proceedings that night and then came back the next morning and confirmed it. Right, as expected. <laughs> like, so now I want to talk about Black Lives Matter. Okay, because at some point. Right. Somebody's got to ask, how effective is Black Lives Matter? Now, I don't know what the the barometer is, what we're measuring. Mm-hmm. 
But I thought that we spent all 2020 marching up and down American roads. For George Floyd. And well, so that yeah. so that this could not happen. Mm-hmm. And here we are still having this happen. Right. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm confused. Is <laughs> really okay. what I am. Like, in right. all seriousness. Like, I know I joke with Black Lives Matter a lot, but right. I'm serious. Like, what is it that they're doing? Who is they? Oh, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives like, Matter? What okay. is it? Because remember, we had the topic of Black Lives Matter was upset right. when Biden was... Yeah, we're, we're for the Justice it. Department, and they was like, "Well, why, why we ain't in there?" Right. I think this is why you're not in there. <laughs> okay. Because y'all was out there marching. Right. Y'all was out there doing everything that you said you was gonna do. Yeah. But y'all are not getting the desired result. Right. So. Correct. How how does Black Lives Matter, in your view, get the desired result? Is there a des- as far as is it possible for them to get the desired result? It, Ah, let's start there. Is it possible? I mean, it, I guess it's it's it has. I don't to want go, you to KG me. Don't don't tell me anything is possible. Like uh, it 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 has to go far deeper than just the marches. Like okay, everything that uh, police reform, defund the police, all that's that is what has to happen. Like these police departments have to be like th- we have to actually be in there seeing what is going on on a day-to-day basis it can't just be someone got, can't just be someone got shot and we went out and marked about it. like i like that like it's proactive it's it, not reactive. we have to go in here and see what what are the cops learning okay why why is it that they're shoot go. that go they on. shoot us come on over to the side. when they when they see us come on, come like on when they see us why is it that in here's the thing we can we can't compare it to the capitol riots how is it that you got all these officers here and there was literally there was a, there was an interview i forget the officer's name but there's an interview mm. and he was saying, "Okay, this the, the shit was going crazy. They were pulling on on my 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 clothes and my uniform, and they were saying we're gonna he they were pulling off his trying to get his gun, trying to get gun magazines off of him. And they were saying, hey, kill him with his own gun.' And he said, in that moment, he started fearing for his life. He started thinking about how he he thought about if he were to shoot anyone." To protect himself, well, you got these motherfuckers here who are armed and they're just basically waiting on you to shoot. So now they have reason to shoot back. Now, if you can go through all of that in that kind of crazy ass moment and decide in your head, fearing for your life, that shooting someone isn't the greatest idea. Why isn't that the standard? Why is that? Why isn't that the precedent when it comes to the incidents with that Black Lives Matter tend to go in, in protest. If we're saying, oh, he fears for his life and still didn't shoot someone in the, in the midst of literally being attacked by a riot. And then you mean to tell me in these one-on-one, typically four-on-one, because it's usually multiple officers, that, officers there or whatever, you fear for your life and you just, you just shot him immediately. Why is there such a difference there? So let's go in here and really see what's what's going on with these officers. Let me see your training. Let me see how y'all go through de-escalating situations because we know clearly 
we, even before the Capitol riots, we know that y'all could de-escalate situations without shooting people. We've seen it plenty due to mainly our white counterparts. So why is it that the treatment is different? What is going on? What, what is the difference that y'all are seeing out in the field or that y'all are being trained on, whatever the case it may be, that is giving you a different result under duress, per se? Well, we need to be able to go in there and see what's up. Let me see you train. How do, what, what, what did they teach y'all to do when you got somebody charging at you? What, what's going on? Do oh. what, like, what, who is the trainer? Let's see what, what are their training tactics. What other police departments are they training to have these same tactics? Let's look at, we got to go even above the police bar. Let's go into the justice system. Who are the attorneys that are deciding that they're not going to try to bring these charges forward? Who are the judges that are approving such activities as okay? Rather than saying, hey, we need to investigate this a little bit more because something clearly is a muck. Well, like it it's it's a lot of pieces that we have to go into that is far beyond just going and marching for it, Nick. Well, so I know I went way off of what your question was. But right. I got him yeah. my I got him a feel as a little no, that, bit. That, that's perfectly fine. I, I yeah. will say that having looked at those videos, those rioters were far angrier than <laughs> I understand. <laughs> than I, right. Any black person that has ever been at the police. Right. Um so And somehow only mm, one person was, was shot in the midst of all of that. In that specific Well in in, in the riots, I think it was like two people two or three people that died it was an officer four. i think that four it was one woman who got shot it was another guy who he was attacking a police officer an officer pushed back guy tried to tase the officer ended up tasing himself died of a heart attack there you go and then i i don't know about the other the other two deaths right but how is it that we can create this the the craziest situation that we've probably seen in years yeah. Craziest ride we've seen in years, probably since Rodney King. Yeah. And you have the ability. We see that y'all can't de-escalate a situation. See, that's why I hate to do that. I hate to make that comparison. But when we're out here preaching for our humanity versus them preaching for a jackass, I have to be upset at that. Well, see, the thing is that... That's dangerous language that you use. I understand. I understand. Okay. I understand that. that I understand that that would be the insightful language that you was just talking about. Right. That we was using over the past four years. Right. Right. I understand that. Gotcha. You know. So, you know, it, whoever you take that with grain of salt, but it's the truth. Right. I mean, I mean, I could, say, I could word it better. I mean, <laughs> sure. I mean, you, you like, can say a lie. Like, right. You you, to, yeah. Y'all out here for a lie. There you go. You know, do all this over alive versus doing all of this because I'm alive. That that is two totally different instances. Bars. And somehow, me preaching for my life is the threat. So, what does Black Lives Matter do about about, about that? that? That that was that was that was the question. What does Black Lives Matter about. do about that? Because like that, Mar- I, marching clearly ain't working. That's that's what I'm getting at. So it's like marching has to come with demands, and they have to come with a means of saying, "Hey, this is this 
It's going to be some fundamental thing that is going to change all of your lives. And it will not stop until these demands are met. That's how the boycotts in Montgomery worked, y'all. They attacked their pockets. They said, hey, we're not using the fucking bus until we get the right to vote. And they said, okay. And them niggas kept on walking. And then Montgomery bus system, shortly after, or however much longer after that, on the last dollar before filing for bankruptcy is when they said, okay, you got to give these niggas something because our entire livelihoods are literally crumbling because we can't force these niggas to sit in the back of the bus no more because they're not there. Yeah. So until Black Lives Matter does something like that, ain't shit going to change for them. Boom. Nothing is going to change if we don't bring something that either benefits their life or takes something away. Boom. Okay, all right. As long as we're on the same page. Because oh, that's, that's why I've been saying you. Yes, I understand. And I understand, yeah, okay, we, like, we got to be out there for awareness. Okay, yes, I understand. You do, on occasion, have to go step out and show a bitch, hey, this happened, and you weren't paying attention to it, so I'm letting you know that this happened. Now, what do we do after that? Okay. All right. That's the yes. reason why I didn't go to no fucking marches last year because I'm not trying like with uh what was his name? Rashard Brooks here in Atlanta. I didn't go to any of those marches. Why? Because what the fuck is going to happen after we're done blowing up this Wendy's? What are we doing after that? What are we doing that's going to change the minds of these officers that will make them maybe second guess like the officer did at the Capitol riot? And say, hey, maybe shooting this motherfucker won't exactly work out best in my favor. Whether it be right now because I'm going to die or because my whole career will be gone like that because I broke protocol. When we get to that point is when that shit will change. Cool. Man, I, ain't got, I ain't got nothing else. Attack so- the companies who sponsor the police unions or whatever. the whatever Whoever is attached to that those shits. Figure out how you attack their pockets. Maybe then they'll go in and say, hey, we need to change some shit. Because if I'm not making no money, then y'all not making no money. And if y'all not making no money, y'all can't be cops. Y'all can't just be out here trying to parade your your racism behind your uniform anymore. Now you got to do it out in the open. And you might not have, you know, as great of a chance because you don't get to hide behind your badge. Well, we can't have that. So something there has to change. Where we either, like I said, benefit their life or take something away from it. Period. Awareness is not enough anymore, y'all. I'm sorry. Like, awareness is just is not enough. We know that our lives, we know that. They clearly don't. Or at least they, they know that and don't give a fuck. Whatever the case may be, we have to change something for them. So they say, okay, oh, our lives don't matter? Okay, I'm going to show you. My life don't matter. Yeah, yeah, you can't come in here. You can't get that money. You can't do whatever the fuck it is that you try to do. Because my life doesn't matter. If my life doesn't matter, then why are you trying to do that? So, my yeah. bad. My bad. I, 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 you know, I, so I there was an thinking. election. There was an election. 
in in Georgia. In Georgia. Hold on, uh, is this a segment? Should we pause right here for no, a second? No, 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 keep going. Keep, 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 going? keep going. Yes, there was an election here in um in the good old state of Georgia. It was the political the center of the political universe. Yeah. What day was that election? It was days prior to the riots, I believe. It was January fifth. Election day is a Tuesday. Yeah. So then it was a, it was the sixth that that happened. Yes. Okay, so it was right after. Yeah, that's right. That happened so the day after. The 5th, mm-hmm. Reverend Raphael Warnock mm-hmm. and John Ossoff mm-hmm. won their elections. Mm-hmm. Now, I I will concede something. Right. I was about to ask, are you, are you going to eat some crow or something? <laughs> <But> <laughs> you ain't going to eat no crow, but you, you'll concede, you know? No, I'll I, admit. I'll, I'll concede mm-hmm. that... Georgia is Georgia is becoming a swing state. Mm-hmm. I will concede that. Okay. At least for the time being. Now, I was. I don't want to say uh, I was. But, but before we get there, we we gotta recognize. Give credit where credit is due. Who am I giving credit to? Stacey Abrams did a damn good job of putting doing the work on the ground to to get this shit done. But okay, so we we, we let, let to me, your no, point to your point. Oh, you go say that. Let, let me just say this for you. You go say that real quick. Okay, go ahead and say talk your shit. Then. It's <laughs> not that I don't like Stacey Abrams, right? I think what Stacey Abrams does mm-hmm. in terms of ground grassroots, yeah, is commendable. Okay. Can can I? Can we yeah. say that that's giving her credit? Okay. I'm now, real quick. my only issue with her. Is the same issue, and and this not even an issue no more with her, but it's it's the same issue that I got with Raphael Warnock and John Also. Okay. So I'm trying a new theory out. I'm trying a new philosophy of living. Okay. Well, what before you get into that theory, what it what is that issue that you have? No, I'm, I'm getting to it. Oh, you get there. Okay, my bad. I'm trying a new philosophy out, guys. It's called say it out loud. Okay. It means that when you when you're thinking through something and you're caught in a dilemma, right? And you think you finna do something dumb, right? Just say it out loud and see if you still want to do it. And just see if you still <laughs> are about. If that. you're still there. So as a country, right? We are so polarized. Yes. And you either with us or you with them. Mm-hmm. There's no middle. You gotta pick a side. Yep. We have gone so far down that destructive path yes. that we have elected two people mm-hmm. to the national legislative body of this country mm-hmm. that have a combined zero political experience. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense to anybody? I'll even add to it. After having four years... Of a guy being president that had zero political experience. <laughs> Does okay. this make sense to anybody? Okay. Being a reverend is not political. That was my only issue with Stacey Abrams. Mm. You can't go from no political office ever to governor. Mm-hmm. You you can't skip steps like that. <laughs> I'm okay. not voting for you. Okay. But one one of one of our mutual friends from tech 
texted me and was like, I'm on the squad. You got to vote for Stacey for governor. And I said, show me her political record and I'll do it. Right. No response. <laughs> Who was it? No response. Oh, you, got, you gotta show me the name. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've since deleted those texts. Oh, okay, but okay. it was Jenny. Oh, Jenny Kim. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You told me. You told me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenny yeah, Kim. I remember we Shout talked about Jenny that. Kim. Yeah, but I, it's it's weird that I have like standards when it comes to voting for people who are going to make laws for the entire country. Right. You've had to have made at least one law. <laughs> You had to have been in the chambers to vote for at least one law. John Ossoff was an intern. Right. But do you know what political intern? What do you think political interns do? Nothing. I don't care how historical Ebenezer Baptist Church is. Mm-hmm. I understand it. Right. Gotta love Nasa. You can't, you can't sit on the city council? Right. Like you, you I, okay. can't do. There's nothing else. You got to go straight from the pulpit to Senate. Okay. What is happening right now? I'll tell you what's happening. What's happening? What I think is happening. Hey, hey, get in your mic a little bit. Because I was watching CNN. Okay. I'm sorry. I was. Yeah, no, you you get in your bag. I just want you. <laughs> I, I was watching CNN and right. they had Rick Santorum on there, former Republican presidential candidate. Yeah. He said he was talking to the people in Georgia. Said the Democrats outspent Georgia in terms of political funding two to one. Hmm. And that's exactly what I said. I said, hmm, how is that possible? Because if Democrats is the party of the minority, that's how it's marketed to us, right? Right. And we in a recession. And the recession is hitting the minorities. We're going to get to the economy. How did women lose all the jobs? Right. Every single job that was lost in December was a woman. Mm-hmm. That's never happened That's before. nuts. That's actually nuts They lost fun. 100% of the jobs. Right. That's an amazing story. But if you're the party minority and the recession is hitting the minorities hard, where are you getting the money from? Mm-hmm. Where, where are they getting the money from? Right. I think it's them same social media platforms that block platforms that block Trump. Mm. I think that the Democratic Party mm-hmm. is now the party of the rich folk. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. All you Bernie Sanders people out there that hate billionaires, mm-hmm. all of the people talking about inequality in the economy and how some people profit more. Then the other people, how the top 1% has more wealth than the bottom 95% or whatever the stat is, mm-hmm. y'all voted for the same people that they funded. Mm-hmm. Watch what happens to big tech. Right. Nothing. Right. Go look at Joe Biden's cabinet and see how many progressive Democrats they got. Oh, all the moderate. Right. All of them is right down the middle of Democrat Highway. <laughs> right. They in the fourth lane. Ain't no hey, right. They, they not getting off on no they, exit. Right. And they, they ain't not in that fast Right. They sitting right there in the middle. So see, Joe Biden better be careful with what he has. Right. Because if he get power drunk, 
Oh, 2022 is not going to be a good year for Mr. Biden. He got one mistake because remember, it's not, they don't even have a tech, they have a technical majority in the Senate. Now mm-hmm. that, that all sophomore more than I could want. Right. It's 50 50. But the tiebreaker is the vice president who has to be Kamala Harris. Right. You mess up with one domestic policy. You think they can't flip one Senate seat? Right. Because they got a net gain in the House. So they flipped some House seats. Not enough to, to get a majority. Right. But they did get But some. there are seats for the flipping. Right. So let's just say it out loud again, guys. We just sent two people up to Washington that have zero political experience. So what they finna do? They finna go up there uh-huh. and they finna do exactly what every other politician does, which is follow the drinking gourd. Right. Meaning, wherever wherever the party voting, wherever whoever gave me my money is voting, that's what I'm gonna do. Right. Ain't we trying to get that out of politics? Mm-hmm. But our dumb behinds Mm-hmm. Just put that back into politics. Be careful of the pendulum swing. Right. I That's mean. why I'm gonna say Biden, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please do not do anything major that is in this country that is domestic for the first two years. Right. Everything you should be doing should be restoring our international place. Okay. Whether it be especially after January sixth, especially with it being joining the Paris, join climate change, right. the Paris Climate Accord, right? Any any nuclear deals that, right. that yeah, Trump get, got get all out. the way back in there. Corona, coronavirus. Let's work with some other international coronavirus task forces. Mm-hmm. Let's let's show let's show the world that we got it back right now. All right, we are one. Because if I was Joe Biden, honestly, I would have had a couple of Republicans in my cabinet. Mm-hmm. Just to show, just for the... They ain't got to really, you know, you're not deciding nothing. Right. You know, but we you're gonna, there. We're going to overrule you if we, feel, if we so see fit. Right. But just to show, like, okay, I'm really trying to put this back together. I'm trying to really heal this fracture. And there are so many people looking at these Georgia Senate runoffs and saying, okay, now... Yes. Now the real work begins. Now, now we shit got, is gonna change. We got the Congress and the president. Right. No, you don't. The same people who had the Congress and President before, they got it now. Right. They just shifted their funds. That's why I think they blocked Trump. They can say that they doing it to not incite another riot and all that stuff. Okay. Really? And that could very well be a side effect of it. No, I think yeah. it is. I think it's a byproduct. I think it's reason number two. I don't think it's reason number one. Right. Reason number one is, I, all right, we're going we gonna, to we gonna shut him up for a little bit. Biden, go ahead and do your thing. Remember what we talked about. Mm-hmm. So what really did we accomplish in, in, in January 5th? Oh. <laughs> my bad. I don't want to knock my mic on. We, I mean, we, we, we flipped the Senate. Got the technical majority on January fifth, but I mean, I, I I don't know. I want to talk about women losing all the jobs in December. I don't even know what else to say. Like, I, mean, I don't, that, I don't know that what shit else to crazy. Say. I, I yeah, I don't I don't have much else to to say that. I, I, also, but let's 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 get to 
as part of the, the social media blocking truck, let's let's talk about something real quick. Talk about y'all it. Y'all really got the First Amendment fucked up. Y'all have oh, no do? idea what the fuck that actually means. What an educator. The First Amendment is the freedom of speech, correct? Amongst other things, yes. That protects you from suppression via the government, you fucking idiots. If, right. if anyone else who is not government decides that they don't want to host you on their platform or whatever, serve you or whatever, that is well within their right and they can do that. They are not violating your rights. So if you get blocked or if they removed him from, from Twitter or whatever the hell, that is not censorship by the government is not violating the first amendment first amendment is freedom of speech without fear of the government okay people can still whoop your ass or do whatever the fuck that they want to do to you if they are not a part of the government that is well within their rights of course there are consequences to that just like there are consequences to your speech if you're saying this to people who are not in the government we on the same playing field. They up there. They can't do what they want to do because they got a bunch of other shit that they got to worry about. And they got plenty of ways to fuck up our lives or improve it or whatever, you know, beyond what we can just reach. So please stop trying to make this a goddamn censorship and removal of rights issue. Understand what you're actually talking about first, please. Now. Women lost all the jobs in December. I don't even know how the fuck that happens. <laughs> Honestly. Like, do wait, we we need shit. Wait, do we need to segment this? We probably do. No, nah, no, nah, because I got I went I watched here because I don't have anything else to say about that, nor do I have anything else to say about about the runoff? No, about the vaccine. Uh, uh yeah. vaccine plan, I mean, they said it was gonna be Twenty million doses given out is like two in, yeah, in December. They, they, it's like six now. Yeah, they don't. They don't have it. It was just a lie. They didn't. Well, have I mean, it. I think twenty million doses have been distributed mm-hmm. throughout the country. Okay. But I mean, again, like that's that's a misleading truth. Like, right. Not twenty million people is gonna get it. Right, and it's just like. And then herd immunity is not happening this year. Nope. Which is good. Okay. For me, I mean, I I don't want to go back to the office. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I understand. So, um, if, I then, stay, if I gotta stay at home for, for the rest of the year, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And then what what else did they say? I mean, they're just. I, mean, I think there's like a. There's supposed to be a Federal Reserve of vaccines that they don't have. No, Biden said whatever vaccines they. Whatever doses they have, when he gets in office, he's releasing all of them. Right. So. But they don't. They. Turns out they may not even have that reserve that they was talking about. So I mean, it's even. Just like. Even then, it's not really... I don't think it's a dosage problem. I mean, I don't... Mm-hmm. You know, getting 20 million doses of a vaccine within however many months they had, I mean, that's a, that's a good job. Right. But it was a logistical part of it that's still messed up. Right. I don't care how many... If you release it, if the shipping is delayed... Right. <laughs> like, if we don't ain't, get it... Ain't nobody get, ain't nobody we, still ain't getting it, right. no matter how many doses you It don't matter how many are out there if we ain't got it. I ain't biting the clock is ticking, bro. I'm just saying. The clock is ticking, bro. All right. But now we're going to move to the fun stuff. Ah, yes. Let's get over to, uh, I guess, the shit that we 
normally talk about on a regular basis. All right. What is Kyrie Irving doing? Oh, my God. And, (laughs) bro. That's just so. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, are we going Kyrie first or are we going James first? I mean, it's the same team. It's the same team we're now, just, but we're, we're just we're, going to Brooklyn. All right, right. Let, yeah, let, let, let's start with Kyrie because so, he, he started this bullshit first. So Kyrie Irving, yeah. point guard for the Brooklyn Nets, right? just decided to just not come to work. To just me. not show up to the game. Didn't tell anybody where he was going, yep. why he was missing work. Yep. Just, hey, guys, I, I can't make it tonight or the next week. Now, after that, mm-hmm. the video services of him at his sister's 30th birthday party, no mask. Yep. Oh, no, he's definitely quarantined. <laughs> well, so today, right? they decided they was only going to find him $50,000. How much do you think he should have been fined? We'll, we'll, we'll get to what I should what I would have done. Right. So he has to forfeit all of his game checks that he missed. Four games, mm-hmm. I think, or five games, and he makes about four hundred and sixty thousand a game. Forfeit all of that on top of a fine. On top of the fifty thousand, because that was that was the backbreaker right there. <laughs> um, I mean, and he can, he instead can, of net one point six, you're now <laughs> fifty thousand in the hole. Right. That you already have. Right. Probably because, set aside because you know you're going to get fined quite a bit this year. Because he, you know, this is his third contract. He he's going to struggle to pay that fifty thousand. <laughs> um. So as long as he keeps testing negative, mm-hmm. he can rejoin the team tomorrow, the sixteenth, right? Which will be the debut of the the big three. Mm-hmm. Oh, James is playing for sure tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So. The NBA has to be the weakest league of all the sports leagues. Mm -hmm. Because how, first of all, after you get a certain age, you can't just go off the grid and not tell nobody where you at. That's dependent on you. Not even just not tell anyone that you're going to be gone. That's you depending gotta, right. on Right, like you ain't got to know where I am. Just let a nigga know that I'm not here. Like Steve Nash, your head coach, don't know why you missed games. Right. The GM is like he better have a good reason when he come back, which means I don't know why he decided not to show up. Right. Now they see you on a Zoom call with the Manhattan Democratic DA candidate. When you're supposed to be at the arena. At Barclays. You're on a Zoom call. What is he doing? (laughs) I'm sure that Kyrie Irving is a very charitable person. When you hear him about him outside of the... He's a great guy. I'm not dissing the guy. I'm not dissing anything that he was doing. I am. Just why are you doing that game day, game night? Here's the thing. Okay, because I understand it. Mm-hmm. I understand it, but this was years in the making. Kyrie Irving thinks that he is LeBron James. <laughs> okay. He thinks he's LeBron James. All right, so let's go back to 20... What was that? Was that 2015? When they, when they... The last year of LeBron in Miami. 
2014. The Heat are playing the Cavs, and it starts. That's when the bubble start surfacing. Mm-hmm. LeBron may come back home. Kyrie said, bro, we don't need LeBron. Yep. Huh? He did say that. Because he thinks he's LeBron. <laughs> he's saying, why do we need LeBron? I'm already here. Right. Even though my team has had the worst record in the league for the last four years, I'm already, I don't need LeBron. I'm already here. Mm-hmm. Right. So then he goes, you know, with LeBron, whatever, they win the title. The last, the year before he gets traded to Boston mm-hmm. in the playoff run, stories came out. Kyrie just wouldn't talk to people. Right. Like, he would be there. It's just not, he's not talking to nobody. What's up, Kyrie? How you doing? He just keep walking. No, you good, bro? He just keep walking. Like, he don't talk to nobody. Right. I remember. He gets to Boston. The story's there. They not even releasing all the stories. <laughs> it's so like, everybody's just like, I don't know what I'm going to get from this person from Tuesday to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what Kyrie is going to do when he comes into the arena. Right. Now, so this doesn't surprise me that I think that Kyrie probably only has a couple years left. He'll probably give it one shot with this big three, and we're going to talk about James Harden. And he may just say, I'm, I'm out. Just retire? Whatever. Just retire. I can see that. I can legit see that. He may be the flakiest athlete I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah? Good Lord, this guy's flaky. And here's the thing. I get that you want to be LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want to be LeBron James? LeBron James is great on the court. He's great off the court. Right. You got LeBron number. <laughs> you used to be teammates. Why don't you call him and ask him how he do it? Right. Because you don't know how to do it. You thinking that you got to be, you can't play and get on a Zoom call like concurrently. Right. You can't be on a Zoom call and then go out and, and play. And tell them, okay, I got a game in two hours. You can't get them to reschedule the Zoom call for 12 when it was at 6. Right. Because I got a game to prepare for. Mm-hmm. This is ridi- This is ridiculous. It it pains me. What? That because I I told you I think Kyrie Irving is the most talented point guard to ever play, mm-hmm. ever. There is nothing on the court he can't do, besides be on the court. <laughs> <laughs> That is the only thing that Kyrie Irving cannot do on a consistent basis. Is just be there. Right. So now we're looking at James Harden. Oh, I got something for you, James. Now, James Harden was traded to Brooklyn Nets. He wanted to get traded to Brooklyn. And he ended up in Brooklyn. And, you know, Jared the, the day before. And J- Jared Allen and, and. Bro, they gave up their entire team for the next seven years. Yep. To get. To Karen- get. Karis LeVert is now in 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 Indiana. Victor yes. Oladipo is with the Rockets. Great. Um, All of the Brooklyn Nets' depth is in either Cleveland or Houston. Yeah. And their entire draft for the next decade is in Houston. They get yeah, again like four pick swaps, four picks. They gave um, up three picks. 
Milwaukee ended up giving up a first rounder because Cleveland had it. Right. So they gave up three picks and four pick swaps, which means basically you picking whenever Houston wants you to pick for the next seven years. They doing this all to win a title. Now they they figured they they probably only got they got this year. If they don't win a title this year, well, something is you. We got to look at Kyrie and James Harden way differently. If they don't win a title this year, so let, let's 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 do this then. So you said you got something for James. Go ahead and give James what you got. Pause. Because the way that he got himself to Brooklyn. Was nothing short of despicable for me. And and I, and to piggyback off of that, let, let, I want I want to read something that uh, that he said. Are you gonna read the farewell? The his farewell, fa- his farewell address. Yeah, I thought that was about the dumbest thing I ever seen in my life. Just for let, let's just let's pull it up real quick off of uh, off Instagram. That's where he posted it. Um, hold on, let's let's see where is it, James. Harden. Here we go. Now. What can I write? What words can convey all the ways I feel? Houston, you welcomed me with no guarantees. Took a leap of faith and it changed my life and the lives of my family forever. This organization and this city has given me everything I could ask for and more. I'm going to stop right fucking there. Because he's right. Houston gave him everything he asked for every single time. He got there, wasn't really doing shit. I want Dwight Howard. Got Dwight Howard. I can't play well with Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard leaves, all the blah, 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 blah. Dwight Howard actually just won a championship last year. Yeah. Cool. Then he said, okay, I want Chris Paul. When got Chris Paul, I can't play well with Chris Paul. Chris Paul went over to OKC, took a team that should not have even been close to the playoffs, straight to the playoffs, and took that squad to seven. Yep. Based on, like I said before in the previous episode, the one and only defensive play I've ever seen James Harden make in his life. Yep. You, who, who else did he ask Westbrook. for? Westbrook. He asked for Westbrook. Supposed to be homies. Homies. Known each other since, what, like, like, like 12? Yeah. 12, whatever. They're from, they're, from, they're, from the same, they're from the same city. That's my boy. I get here, can't even work, can't, can't run it. It's just not working out. So they sent him over to, to uh, you know, Washington. Mm-hmm. Westbrook is actually playing really well. I mean, he's hurt right now. I mean, he, well, well, when, when he was healthy, when he was at the beginning of the season, I guess, I mean, like the was, first few games. I mean, he was playing really, he's playing pretty well. I mean, he was getting triple doubles. Yeah, like he, it, it wasn't just like, you know, bullshit. I mean, obviously Washington is having their struggles right now, but. He was playing well. Him and him and Bill are they they working. They tr- trying to churn out some wins. It's just they right. just got to figure it out. But right. they're working towards it. Yeah. He said he preferred John Wall over Westbrook. He preferred John Wall over Westbrook. So then we got John Wall. Nine games Nine in. Nine games in. And Boogie. And I mean, you, he he says, "You see what we're doing? We're losing. It's not working." Nine games. So you mean to tell me you were able to get every single thing that you asked for and more, like you said, and still couldn't get it done? You know the the common denominator and all of that is? You, James. Yes. So now, 
And then you want to go and press release talk about I didn't I wasn't disrespectful. Are you serious? You not showing up to practice, you not going coming to 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 camp, you out here giving a half ass effort in half of these games. I'm sitting here watching you. You're literally not playing. You look like you ate Zion Williams. <laughs> and and you mean to tell me you weren't disrespectful? So this is why I'm saying the Nets have to win it this year. They at least have to make it to the finals. And I mean, they, they better make it there and they better put up a good-ass fight if they don't win it. It better be, we went seven, no game was won by more than five. So let's because talk. All right, go ahead, you mind. got James Harden who's doing all this bitch-ass shit, got everything he wanted, now you want to leave. Cool. Then you got Kyrie Irving, somebody who, like you said, thinks he's LeBron James, does not want to, you know, adhere to actually playing like with the team. Because here's the thing, Kyrie, for you, LeBron can do what he wants to, obviously because he's LeBron. But LeBron also leads the team, and he wouldn't dare do half the shit that you're doing. Not because he can't do it, because he doesn't want to. You know why he doesn't want to? Because he has a team that he's trying to lead to the promised land. And when it comes down to being that nigga, when it comes to anything, sometimes you can't take that free liberty that you know you have because it's bigger than you when you're the leader. When you're the leader, you got to make sure your followers are good. So now if y'all don't win this championship, I got to look at both of y'all and say, okay, what the fuck between the both of you niggas? KD and already did what he KD has shown us that he is very capable of winning a championship and doing what is necessary to be a part of a squad that wins. And not just because he went to the, the greatest team of all time or whatever. He actually went there and put in work to make sure that we could get the rings, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you do that, Kyrie. I haven't seen you do that, James. Which is why neither one of you have been able to win. With the exception of Kyrie when he had the GOAT right there with him. Leading the team. Doing exactly what I just said he does. So. If y'all don't make it to the finals this year. Both of y'all. is is tainted. We already knew Kyrie was fucking nuts. James. is. I'm really on your head if y'all don't win this year. So I got two questions for you. I have one question for you. Okay. Before you get your two questions, yeah, who's going to be the one that sacrifices between the three? Because this is the first time that we've seen, for real, like, this is a big three. And, like, we've seen, like, a big three with other teams, but, like, we have not seen three straight-up superstars. Arguably, three of the, I mean, these three are top two in their positions. Okay. Arguably. We haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. Even with the Heatles, I mean, you got LeBron and you got D Wade, Chris Bosch. You know, in the sixties, you got you know you got Jerry West and you got Elgin and Wilt is old. He's still Wilt, but he's old. Like w- with the Lakers, you know, you got Magic Johnson, you got James Worthy, Kareem. I mean, he still get buckets. He old. You know, sixteen a night. I'm still giving you buckets, but it's sixteen. You know, we've seen this. Look, Michael and Scotty, you know, 
Dennis, you know, we were cleaning the glass, you know, mm-hmm. doing the dirty work. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the one that does the dirty work in the three? I mean, shit, we can even say the Warriors. Clay had to take a step back a little bit because mm-hmm. Steph got to get his touches and KD got to get his touches. And really, it was between Clay and Draymond. Mm-hmm. So, who's going to be that guy between the three? Because everybody can't, it, all of y'all can't, can't do what all of y'all do, especially not you, James Harden. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question after you answer my two questions. Okay. So, one, who are, who are the winners and losers of this trade? Honestly, the Rockets. Okay. The Rockets are a winner? Yeah. Okay. It's unfortunate that we're getting John Wall and Victor Oladipo and Boogie Cousins now rather than like 2015 mm-hmm. when they were like extremely healthy. Yeah. But I I definitely see them like – I legitimately believe they're a, a legit contender in I mean, the West now. Christian Wood looks like the most improved player in the league. Right. Christian Wood is, is balling. Mm-hmm. John Wall still see, John Wall still got it. You can tell he's not all the way there, but he you can you can see he's a little there. bit of old John Wall. Coming. Yeah, he he's getting back. He's mm-hmm. just he got to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. Boogie is I've actually this is the most that I've seen Boogie like he he's actually playing like a teammate, like more than rather than I'm just out here just trying to get what I'm trying to get because my organization is bullshit. But he's mm-hmm. actually out here like. Okay, this is our squad. Like, yeah, I feel good about this. Let's get this done. Right. And then Oladipo, I mean, we saw him hooping last year. Unfortunately, what happened to him? But he's come back and he's playing pretty well as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Rockets are legit a legit squad right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the Pacers is a. I believe they win in this. Getting Karis Levert is that's a that's a solid pickup. A Brogdon Levert backcourt is is pretty good as far as I see. Yeah. And um, who else was involved in that? The Cavs. I mean, the Cavs now have our entire squad. No short. They're basically the Sixers. <laughs> like the Cavs have a squad with like two people under six seven now. Like, right, and it's their starting guards. Right, <laughs> like Darius Garland and Carlos Sexton are surrounded by trees now. Right, like so, so they can put up all the shots they want to. Odds are, you know, three of our five, three of our five might get that offensive board. So. And I, I would say, you you can say Brooklyn is a winner, but you also got to say that they're a loser because they don't have any depth now. They like no. none whatsoever. No. Unfortunately, what happened to Spencer Dinwiddie, and I could imagine that was a big part of why this trade even happened to begin yeah, with. He would have he would have got traded anyway. Don't. don't I okay, that's also fair, but it's just like. You know that that deep ass bench. Do you remember? Do you remember opening night when we saw yeah, Brooklyn mm-hmm. and they started five was getting buckets, and then they set next five was getting buckets. That is not an option anymore. Y'all got to get up and y'all got to get up quick because somebody gonna get tired and one of y'all gonna have to sit down. You ain't got nobody coming off the bench. I would say Brooklyn wins least in all of that, but the winner for sure is definitely Houston. Oh. Um. Yeah, I forgot about the same question. My bad. I kind of went off. Uh, That's fine. But, I, but I'm answering I'm answer your question. You said, if, if you come sacrifice. up with the next one, then you let me know. Yeah. So I'll tell you who I have winning and losing this trade, right? And it has nothing to do with any other team. This is all Brooklyn. Mm hmm. And Brooklyn and Jace. Mm hmm. The loser of this trade. Oh, I feel like I know what you're about to say. Is Kevin Durant. Yep. 
Because see, you said you're not looking at Kevin Durant. You're just looking at Kyrie and James. I'm looking at all three of y'all. Mm-hmm. All three. Right. Because we knew Kyrie. This was years in the making. We knew Kyrie was like this. Right. How did LeBron make that work for four years? Kevin Durant couldn't do it for three weeks. <laughs> That's fair. Right, because Kevin Durant has always said, like, look, bro, I'm, I just want to just as good. I'm just as good as LeBron. Right. Y'all keep acting like I'm way down here. Mm-hmm. And Katie, the reason why you way down there when it comes to comparing you and LeBron is because you can't lead. Because mm-hmm. he just wants the hoop. Which is fine. Right. But you are not the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. So if they don't if if Brooklyn don't win, and I'm not I'm not think I'm not saying that they have to win this year because I don't see them if they they better not run into Milwaukee in the playoffs. Milwaukee will, will dust them. Mm-hmm. Easy. Because Milwaukee is the only team that that has what what Brooklyn thinks that they have. Which is three players that play well together that are good. And Giannis, Middleton, and... Drew Holiday. Because Ah, if they match up, I can put Drew Holiday on Kyrie, and I'm okay with that. Right. Now, Kyrie going to get his, but I'm going to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. I can put Middleton on Harden. I'll take my chances. You can even switch them. I can put... You can switch on that pick. If there's anybody that can guard KD, it is Mr. Antetokounmpo. Right. So if they run into Milwaukee, that's a whole nother... They better hope they don't find them. Right. And they defend. I'll even take Boston mm-hmm. over them a little. If, oh, if yeah, Kim nah, is healthy. Jalen and Tatum are... Right. That if, is a dynamic duo that if, I was not expecting to see. If Kimba is healthy, I'm taking Boston over them. Yeah. Right now. Like, just... Yeah, if, that's if Brooklyn is playing well. Yeah. So J- Jalen Brown finally decided to break out of that athlete mold. Right. He's an actual so, basketball player now. I love it. So, Kevin Durant is a loser. Mm-hmm. Steve Nash is a loser. Of course. Because you got to coach all that. <laughs> right. You, you ain't never coached. This is your, how many games they play? They play 13. This is your 14th game coaching right. ever. And you have three divas. That's like having Destiny's Child with all Beyonce's. Mm. Somebody just got to see the hook. Right. <laughs> Which goes back to your question You said who's going to sacrifice It's going to end up being KD Right. He's not going to have a choice Because Ain't nobody finna tell Kyrie He's the third option mm-hmm. He might be the third option on paper Because you think James Harden and KD are better mm-hmm. But ain't nobody going to tell him that Nobody's dribbling more than, K- than Kyrie <laughs> and James Harden, everybody is thinking that, oh, James Harden, he was a six-man before in OKC. No, bro. When you leave and then you come back, that's not the same. Which also, let's let's go ahead and get get this right. Um, him turning down $50 million is not a, an indicator of how badly he wants to win. Let's go ahead and, and get rid of that bullshit. Which is my, which is my next point. It ain't like James Harden. James Harden been to the West Conference Finals twice in Houston. Mm-hmm. Game six, he had twelve turnovers. Mm-hmm. And twenty-seven threes or something like when, that, right? No, that was when that was bad when they had Dwight. They uh-huh. get Chris Paul game seven. They leading at halftime. Mm-hmm. Missed twenty-seven straight threes in the second half. Now that's against the KD Warriors. Mm-hmm. 
They had them beat. Right. Now, James Harden went on the podium after they lost to the Lakers for the second time in the week. LeBron hitting the no look three. No look three. Mm. That's crazy. You can't. That, that shit was nasty. That shit was nasty as hell. I saw that shit live while I was working. I was like, oh, this nigga LeBron. <laughs> oh, this nigga LeBron is. That's different. And he is in a different realm that, right that's now. Different. So. It's, it's not like you you went on the podium and said it's not working I've done all I can do we're talented you know we're, we're not good enough we're not good enough mm-hmm. no what you mean is you not good enough because we've given you everything and more no, you said he think, said that think about no but, right but think about where he wants to go he wanted to go to Brooklyn right with Katie and Kyrie mm-hmm. because he knew he wasn't good enough how do you get what you want and you still the loser of the trade? Because think about it, they don't win a title. Ain't nobody looking at KD and Kyrie from a from a perspective point of view. I'm looking at KD because it's like, see, KD, you can't. Right. It's, it's different when you're right. the leader. But everybody's looking at Harden saying, I mean, they was deep. They gave up all of that for you. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I don't think Kyrie is making it three more years in the NBA. He may just say, I, I've done, I mean, I've done all, I've done whatever I want to do. I got my little You think he's just going to play through his contract and, and be done? I think he'll, I think that he'll give it a shot with Jane because when they was talking about this earlier, first of all, Katie, stop lying. There you go again. <laughs> if the story came out that right. said they had been talking about that for months. Yeah. And remember when, when KD came up it there? It was just like, we I don't haven't know, been talking about I have this. no idea where you guys got that from. We got it from y'all. Like what Right So So everybody's gonna look at James Harden and say Okay so you the one that can't win Right Because Now I look at it and I say look The reason why I don't put any pressure on them to win it Now they gotta get to the finals Mm -hmm. They have to Is Because This is not the Warriors This is not the Heat This is not the Cavs This is not Boston, back when they had their big three. Mm-hmm. This is like the 2013 Lakers. Yeah. This is like the 04 Lakers. Mm-hmm. When you bring Carl Malone and Gary Payton to Kobe and Shaq. Right. Kobe and Shaq was already. By then, you out. bring in right. Gary Payton. Gary Payton, but Gary uh, Payton run his the mouth. Most shit's talking is the most right. shit talking like, point guard of all time. He may he may mean well, but you run your mouth. And then Carmelone isn't exactly you know the nicest of, of power forwards in history either. So you have four. You and have, they old. You have four <laughs> people who was all and but again, think about it. Mm-hmm. Carmelone, Gary Payton didn't have rings, right. so they was like, oh, we finna sacrifice for the ring because we ain't got rings, right? Okay. Right. Ran out the gym by Detroit. When you when you've only, when you've been playing a certain way for twenty years, it's different when you run the pick and roll. It ain't John Stockton. It's Kobe. Right. Kobe not giving you the little he, pocket he, pass. Yeah, he ain't giving it back. I'm pulling up from eighteen. Right. It's different when go get the board, motherfucker. <laughs> it's different when you're not running the ISO. Right. Because Shaq down there, mm-hmm. you got to get out. So see. James Harden has been used to playing to where, oh, you want to go ISO? Bro, ain't nobody out here but you that can do that. Go ahead, do that. Mm-hmm. He's not used to playing off the ball. 
when he had one guy that could also handle the ball and run the offense, he couldn't play with him. Now you got two. Like, are you? And he sh- played with one guy who could handle the ball twice, and Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul, and couldn't make it work with either one of them. And now you got two of them. Then you couldn't work with a big who we've seen has been able to go get you know his title with the Lakers. Could turn right. into a winning team. Couldn't work with that. So now I have I have a winner because I just said all losers. Mm-hmm. I have a winner and I have a potential winner. The winner is anybody's offensive numbers that plays Brooklyn. Because you're gonna you're gonna get yours. Right. Now they might they might get theirs a little bit better than yours. Right. Because I mean I mean you think they're gonna be a, a reincarnation of the Suns of 06? Well, I mean, they got the coach. Without, was, yeah, well, I, no. I don't know if it's going to be run and gun. No, but, listen to me. Yeah. They got the point guard from that team, mm-hmm. and they got the guy who was coaching that team. And Dan Tony. He's in Brooklyn? He's the lead assistant. Oh, I did not know that. And then oh, they wow. also got the power forward from that team. They don't know no other way to play. Right. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So they have to be. Right. They're going to play YMCA. Pick up L.A. fitness basketball in the NBA. Mm-hmm. If y'all ever thought that y'all could play in the NBA playing pickup, y'all finna watch it. Right. Because that's the only way they can play. Right. James Harden, Kyrie has to have the ball or I don't really know why he out there. Right. Do they Not, even have a center right now? It's DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> okay. Which is fine. I mean, DeAndre's a good right. player, but like... So then another reason why Kevin Rand's a loser, before I get to the winner and the potential winners... Mm-hmm. Is I guarantee you they didn't think he was playing back to backs this year. Back like back to back games? Right. Because he's coming off the Achilles. Oh, so we was oh, gonna right. we was gonna ease you back in. Right. Ain't no easing back in. Yeah. Because right. it's even if everybody is healthy, it's gonna take y'all twenty games to figure it out. Right. At least twenty. Mm-hmm. That's if you got a strong coach and a leader. Y'all ain't got none of that. So it's probably gonna take y'all thirty. Mm-hmm. Games to really figure out how y'all gonna play with each other, how you gonna stagger the minutes, right? Make sure everybody's happy and all that stuff. And we're already fifteen games in the season, somewhere and, it, right and there? it's only a seventy-two game season, right? So we ain't gonna have it figured out until let's just say fifty games in. Well, that's if KD is playing all fifty games, right? So if KD, if you want to rest KD and Kyrie, because you know Kyrie get hurt, mm-hmm. so or if Kyrie just decides not to pull up. Right. So what you see, this is more like the Clippers from last year. Mm. Right. They gonna go into the playoffs and they're gonna have a good record because they're they're just more talented than everybody else. But when you get into that when you get into that war and somebody got some chemistry, it's six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Who is telling Kyrie that he's not getting the ball? Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not that Kyrie is not getting the ball. It's somebody has to tell Kyrie that you are not the, we're not running this play for you. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna break the bad news? Right. And Kyrie not gonna accept that. He didn't want to get coached in Cleveland. He didn't want to get coached in Boston. That, that why, Kyrie is liable to walk off the court. Why do you think Steve Nash, who's never coached anything? <laughs> <laughs> is going to be able to tell Kyrie, yo, we're going to run the James Harden KD pick and pop right now. You just go stay in the corner. Be Kyrie is not good. At, Kyrie is not bad enough to stay in the corner. Bro, give me the ball. Right. You're not telling what, what because what did he say? Remember, when Steve Nash got, oh no, um, we don't even got a head coach. Some days I'm the head coach. Some days KD the head coach. 
Someday Jock Vaughn is the head coach. Someday DeAndre Jordan is the head coach. Someday my mama is the head coach. Like he Sometimes already, we don't have a head coach. Right. Like, he already don't think that you a head coach, Steve. You're Steve. Right. You're not even You're coach. Steve. You're Steve. If I didn't not have, even what's good, coach. It's what's good, Steve. If I didn't have the title of this is years in the making, that right. would have been the title. You're Steve. <laughs> but I like that title, by the way. That's a great one. Right. Uh, you might, might have to double title that. You're right. What's <laughs> up, <Sup>, Steve? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, holy shit. So, Why is that so funny? This, this okay. is not going to work because KD is too good not to get the ball. Right, and Kyrie is too good to not get the ball. Kyrie is too good and Harry has a ring. Right. James Harden don't have a ring, but James Harden don't know how to play without the ball. Right. How do you put that together? And you've got no depth. Mm-hmm. You're starting five. Is Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, and DeAndre Jordan. Who is playing defense out of that five? <laughs> Who is defending anybody? Who is the fourth that you said? Joe Harris. Uh, yeah. Now, he can shoot. Like I said, y'all going to score 200 points a game. Right. But y'all are going to give up 210 some nights. <laughs> right. <laughs> I watched y'all gave, give up 141 points to the Hawks. Mm-hmm. And get thrashed. Well, they, they won that game. They, oh, they played two is, days later yeah. and, got, and lost by 20. Right. You gave 141 points to the Hawks. Right. That's when you had people that wanted to play defense on your team. <laughs> Right. You traded all of them. Right. Because what And you playing needed, against a squad who can't defend really well. What you needed was somehow more offense. <laughs> right. The potential winner of this is LeBron James. Because oh, well. if he faces the Nets in the finals and beats them, go conversation over with. Right. Because that's gonna go down in history as what in the world was that on a team? Right. You have possibly three of the 15 greatest offensive players that will ever play this game, and they lost in five? <laughs> and that's the thing. They would definitely probably lose. Because ain't, no, ain't none of them guarding Anthony Davis. Right. None of them are. <clears throat> and they're going to get ran who all guard, over the place. Right. And, and James guard, Harden already fat as hell. Who so, guarding LeBron right. on this end? And who's guarding Anthony Davis? Show me. Kevin Durant can only guard one of them guys. Right. That means that you got Joe Harris on LeBron. <laughs> oh, no. And you got DeAndre Jordan or Anthony Davis. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad. Because <sighs> if you put Katie, if you put Katie on, on AD, then you got Joe Harris on LeBron. If you put Katie on LeBron, then you got DeAndre on Anthony Davis. And that's the thing. So what happens when you move Anthony Davis to the five? Mm-hmm. Who in the world is guarding? Because if you if you keep DeAndre Jordan out there, it's over with. Because DeAndre Jordan playing in the paint, ain't nobody going to the paint. Y'all just gonna stand outside and shoot jumpers all night. Okay, cool. We'll we'll live with that. We'll live with that. So when you take DeAndre Jordan off the floor, you don't have a backup center. You which, traded which him to is, Cleveland. Which is, I, it's time to eat. So when KD is playing the center and he's guarding Anthony Davis, who in the world 
is playing defense on that team. And I'm going to say it's going to sound weird and it's going to sound terrible when I say it. No, it's not. I, I Honestly, though. Go ahead. Who does Montrezl start? No. Who on your bench gets to guard him? Exactly. When, when we take out the second unit. Who exactly. is guarding Montrezl? Because, again, remember what I said about the Warriors, right? It, right. Ain't, about, it ain't about beating them before they get to the finals. It's about making them go an extra game. Mm-hmm. Because... I don't care what anybody says. I know the numbers look good. I can tell that Kevin Durant is not 100%. Because when he drives left, off, when he's pushing off of that right Achilles, you can tell his explosion is not there. He's, he's, he's a little he's nervous. A little, he's a little timid on that Achilles. Right. Which, which is mean, makes sense. Right. right. I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm shit, not saying I could roll my ankle and I'd be scared. I was. You remember when I yeah. had that really bad ankle yeah, yeah, roll? Yeah, yeah. I was scared as shit to drive off that shit for like, Two, three weeks. Right. Like, so I, I understand it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the more games Kevin Durant plays, the more fatigue is on his body. Mm-hmm. So because now he's gonna have to play 40, he's gonna have to play 36, 37 minutes a night. Right. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to figure out a way. Especially when they're playing a, a team with another star. Right. When they're playing when right. they're playing with a team that you have to play defense. Yeah, like when you gotta when they play the Nuggets, that's gonna be hell for them. Right, because right. the only person that can guard Michael Porter Jr. is Kevin Durant. Right, and then the only that you you some Jokic gonna eat Jamal Murray gonna eat Jamal Murray gonna work the shit out of Kyrie or James Harden. Neither one of them. He defense. still got Bobo coming off the bench. Like, <laughs> like. That's what I'm saying. It's, that's a that's Miami. a bad matchup. Boston, that's a bad okay. matchup for them. Milwaukee, because Miami, right? Miami gonna get in there and they gonna just junkyard doggy. And apparently the Hawks right now. Apparently the Hawks no, <laughs> beat the shit a, out they, of them. They got to be in the Hawks. Yeah, yeah I'm just, but just just make a joke. So, but I mean, James Harden, be careful what you wish for, because we was all praising you in Houston. Mm-hmm. Shit, they're gonna have trouble with Dallas. As soon as KP is back and healthy, oh, that's gonna be bad. We were praising you in Houston, right? Because despite despite what we said, we are one of the greatest scorers ever. We understood that you wasn't gonna win a title there Mm -hmm. because we was like, okay, James, you just gonna go score. Like it it was the same thing as the Thunder with Westbrook. Mm -hmm. We knew Westbrook wasn't gonna win then when everybody left. Mm -hmm. It was like, man, watch how hard this person plays to go lose in the first round. It's incredible to watch him do that when his his season is going to be over in two weeks. And we <laughs> know that, but he doesn't. Right. But now all of the pressure is on James Harden. Mm-hmm. Because Kyrie is so in another world. Literally. That he, As in not in Barclays. He's immune to the pressure of Brooklyn. It doesn't phase him one bit. He finna go there, he finna drop his 28 a night, mm-hmm. and then he finna just do whatever he does outside of basketball. And, and which is, in some ways, it's kind of commendable. KD, it's kind of amazing that he can do that shit, to right. be honest. KD doesn't have, he doesn't have any pressure outside of his normal pressure. And he gets a year pass because he's coming off the Achilles. Right. Everybody is looking at James Hart. He's 6'5", 260 right now. Actually? No, I don't know. But he he looks like Zion Williamson looks. (laughs) (laughs) He looks fat. Right. Like, he's always been kind of husky, but he looks fat. Uh, Yeah. So, oh, that's another thing, right? Like, in that 20-game period that normally takes, James Harden ain't getting in shape. Right. 
and, and so quit. that's gonna add a, that's gonna add another five. So now we gonna look at it. Y'all not gonna fully hit y'all stride until the end of the year, which is great. But somebody get hurt mm-hmm. because all y'all needs to hurt. Mm. Now let's talk about rap lyrics. Wait, who's the show. potential winner? I oh, I said LeBron and anybody anybody stats who plays Brooklyn. Okay. So anybody you said LeBron stats. is the is the potential winner and LeBron anybody playing Brooklyn is, is the a winner. Slam dunk winner. Okay. <laughs> like if you if you need a game just to get get off, you getting off against Brooklyn. Right. You can't do it against Brooklyn. It just, just might not just be for you. Man. Like, bro, if I was playing fantasy basketball, I would get whatever bench player is playing Brooklyn. I'm picking him up. I'm <laughs> rotating him. <laughs> Who is Brooklyn playing tonight? Give me their best bench player. Right. Lamelo Ball is gonna ball against Brooklyn. Mm. Watch. Yeah. Because he come off the bench. Bench. Him and Miles Bridges. He gonna get a triple double against Brooklyn. I guarantee you. <laughs> All right, rap lyrics are now admissible in court as a <laughs> as evidence. As so, evidence, <laughs> it's just so. Here's the thing: there is no more discriminated upon person in the world than the street rapper. Right now, literally, because you got to think about this. If you are a street rapper, mm-hmm. you rap about street. I'm in the I'm in the field. I'm in the streets. I'm I came from all blah blah blah. Right. You doing illegal things. Right. That's what you're rapping about doing stuff that are that is illegal. Right. Whether is, you've actually done it or not. And you're that's rapping the about problem. That shit. Right. Because if you are a street nigga, mm-hmm. your word is your bond. Yep. So if you get caught and they go in court and you have to stand, you have to go to the stand and say, I did not do that. Right. You can't go back to your hood. Right. You either got to go to jail or you got to go get your behind beat in your hood because you've been lying for 20 years. And even then, they'll be able to use your lyrics to say, yes, you did. A loot, no, but you can go in there and you can say, Look, it's creative license, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, we could be creative right. in the field, but now you're saying you didn't do that. Mm-hmm. You mean you wasn't flipping O's in the trap? Right. Oh, man. Now, I'm going to say why I personally feel that this is problematic and racist. Because. Oh, it's racist? Okay, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see that answer. Because. Is that like a all of the above? Or you just said problematic or not? But, but yeah, problematic and racist. Okay, it's problematic so why you, because it's racist. I, I want to hear the racial argument against this. People have sang about drugs, about doing committing crimes. Okay, they've sang in R and B, they've sang in country, they sang in pop. Why isn't that being mentioned here about lyrics being admissible in court? If we're gonna if we're gonna say all lyrics, I think it's fucked up. Creative license should not be necessarily you know under scrutiny. But if we're saying all lyrics, at least it's that for everything. Why are we only considering rap? Who are the what color are the majority of rappers? I think there's a little bit of a reach. That's honestly. fine. That's fair. That's fine. Because here's the thing: ain't nobody R and B, ain't nobody making an R and B song about shooting nobody. 
There have definitely been songs about people shooting people in R and B. In R and B, don't name me the murder ballad, please. <laughs> murder show ballad. show me show show me the power murder ballad, please. I don't. I I can't name them off the top of my and head. And then think if they actually would have done that. No, because the part of what makes R and B and country and pop music and rock music different mm-hmm. is that there's not a believability factor. Mm-hmm. That it is in rap. We clown Rick Ross. Right. The past tense. Yeah. Because you said you were something that you weren't. Right. And then Rick Ross stopped rapping about being what he wasn't. Right. And then we was like, okay, we messed Right. With you. Like you, you ain't on the Brick Squad. You were actually arresting the Brick Squad. Right. Or, or you, so you're there a CO or something. There, like that. In rap, there's a, you have to believe it. That's why I think Drake is so big. Mm-hmm. Is because Drake is a soft ass rapper. Mm-hmm. He raps about soft stuff. About yeah, and not soft as a as a diss, like softer things. Right, he's not a like, gangster rapper. Right. He raps about what you would think a middle class, lower middle class, half black, half Jewish guy from Canada would rap about. <laughs> okay, like like nobody looks at Drake. And says, oh yeah, he in the Bricks, field. Slanging. No, right. you're not. <laughs> and if Drake were to rap like that, we would look at him like he was fucking he crazy. He wouldn't be Drake. Right. So I think that's the part that's why I have to say it's a reach because ain't nobody really talking about if you clap in heat, <laughs> you're not finna. <laughs> Bro, you're not finna make an R&B song right. about that, bro. Right. Okay. You might melodically rap it, mm-hmm. but you're not finna. That's hard. You can't. Rap is the only thing that you could be street on. Right. You can't be street and be country. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel, I feel you. I feel so, you. I mean, I think it is, is it problematic for rappers? Absolutely. Right. But I think it's also going to be very revealing. Right. Because it's either, you know, again, Jay-Z is the winner of this. Because Jay-Z was like, statue limitations? Okay, I can start rapping about selling bricks. Right. Because that was 20 years ago. You can't arrest me for that. Right, right. right. I even told you why I hated it. You still couldn't arrest me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you could arrest me then. Right, like, like 550 State Street. I know where it is. Right. You know, but, yeah, it's that believability thing. Like, bro, like, if, if you say that's why you got to be careful what you rapping about right because if you rapping about it and they catch you and they play that what you gonna say because the hood gonna be in there right the hood gonna hear about that mm-hmm. you better be in the suburbs when they, right. when they you, call you you is either perping or you going to jail because that now now capping is a real thing now right if you capping you getting capped and on that note <laughs> <laughs> I am AJ and that is JC. Episode 39 in the books. Episode 39 in the books. It was years in the making. And uh, we'll catch y'all on the block, man.